0: For those who don't know my story, when I was 12 years old, I was diagnosed with Tourette's and I was on medication for almost 10 years. When I was 21, I learned something called the secret and I came off the medication overnight against everyone telling me to stay on it and I had a spiritual awakening. I meditated for three weeks straight and my Tourette's disappeared and I created the podcast to simply preach about everything that most people have in their head but no one ever speaks about, which is what the twitching was. It was too many thoughts inside my head and now I have a platform where I can speak to to people and they can get out what's in their head. So if I could ask a massive favour from all my listeners, upon looking at my stats recently, it has occurred that out of a very humbling 730,000 downloads since I created the podcast back in 2019, that only 10% of you that listen have actually followed and subscribed to the podcast. If I could ask a massive favour from you all that listen, if you wouldn't mind just hitting that follow and subscribe button it would mean more than you can imagine, and it really does help the show grow and help reach more people in more ways than you and I can even imagine. The bigger the podcast gets, the bigger the guests get. And my aim is to grow the show big enough that I can reach out to amazing people like Russell Brand, Joe Dispenza, Lewis Howes, Grant Cardone, Joe Rogan, and have deep, intimate and vulnerable one-to-one conversations with them. I want to speak to the human side of people to show we're all the same when you get to the core regardless of how much money or fame you have. Right, I'm just about to do a podcast with Noel, the angel of fucking abundance. Noel, if you're on, um, join the call, and we can get going. Noel, right, we're going to talk about sex and um, shredding penises. <laughs> like a snake. Right, Noel, can you hear me? I can, and uh,
1: the last whatever the last sentence was scared me. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've um,
0: you, you've you've done some you've done something to me, and um, every time I have sex now, my dick shreds like a snake. So let me explain. You taught me the um, was it called the uh? How, how, what's that word you called me? Uh, ke- Kegel, Kegel, uh, yes. pelvic Kegels. floors. Was it? Called?
1: Yep, Kegel exercises. Absolutely. Right.
0: So I've been strengthening my my Kegel, however you say it, and um, I've never had so much sex. And when I have sex, I literally go for an hour and a half to two hours, multiple times. I don't come, so I'm ready to go in like three hours time. And as a result, my dick has started to cut and get red and shred. And then over the next week, it literally sheds its skin like a snake does and then produces brand new shiny skin. And it's like, the girl says to me, it's like a lollipop. It's so smooth and shiny because it's got new skin. So what you taught me is to keep going. But what you didn't tell me is how much sex my dick can can cope before it starts fucking shredding. I mean, it's an actual issue. I can't even touch it throughout the week. It's so sore. I mean, it's like pros and cons.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you have to lubricate, brother i use uh organic coconut oil which you got to be careful with it because yeah so i have that challenge too but not to the extreme that you just mentioned as far as uh like literally you're going to the skin comes off uh i don't i don't i don't have that so i have moments where my cock is sensitive definitely the next couple of days um, but never enough to where I can't have sex. Um, cause that's for me is most important. Like I said, so I don't want to like deplete any part of my body to where I just absolutely can't have sex. Um, because I don't know what synchronicities are going to pop up in, in life. Um, so when I start feeling my cock getting that that almost that rug burn feeling. Like, if, if anybody out there, if you like rub your arm or your leg, like, and you just don't stop rubbing, eventually your skin is going to, you know, have that burning feeling to where it will start to feel like it's gonna fall off. Um, so, same thing with our, our cock. Most people don't experience this because the worldwide average is seven minutes. So, they're not ever getting anywhere close to that when it comes to how long they're having sex. Um, but what I do is I always, when I feel my cock, that feeling i make sure to get the coconut oil out and it's more for me it's not even like the lubricant for the girl's like vagina it's like for my cock's comfort um to be able to still be able to to thrust without it burning the skin off my cock. so more lubricant for you brother
0: (laughs) yes so so what i realized is that let's say in a 24-hour period we'll be shagging multiple times a day for literally a total of four or five hours, right? So yeah, as you said, most people will shag for seven minutes. And if they're lucky, they'll get another shag throughout the month. In terms of duration, we're having sex for like in total four, five, six, four, five hours throughout, you know, the three three day time that I'm with her. And, um it, you know, it, it was becoming too much. And now I've become aware of this, even with coconut oil, a lot of it, it was still shredding. So I've actually had to reduce when I come, so I could go for, I don't come, I can just keep going, keep going and keep going. But I know from experience that we have to stop after like 20, 30 minutes because I will literally just keep going forever. And she says, God, how, how is it still up? How is it still up after like an hour? I'm like, God, I don't fucking know. Um, so I've had to like, reduce well, how long, <laughs> how long we have sex for? It's fucking absurd, this conversation, but it's just like, what you said is, it's a game changer for all men like rather than come pull out and squeeze and i'm doing this like four five six seven eight nine ten times in a session and i mean it changes it will change every man's sex life if they could just learn to not ejaculate it's it needs to go out there in the world and it's optional for you to pull out i don't
1: pull out and squeeze i just squeeze while i'm inside and then it's the same sensation so and 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 even As you practice more, it becomes almost like a subconscious squeeze. Like, I'm not even thinking about it. Like, it's just my body knows. It's like you give your body instructions. Like, even, I think we talked about this the last time that we talked, even back when I used to masturbate regularly, um, I wouldn't allow myself to, and I was ejaculating regularly at that time in my life. I wouldn't allow myself to ejaculate even at that time in less than, I mean, it'd be minimum 30 minutes, but I mean, a lot of times longer than that because you're training your body on what to do. And so for those that don't really give any attention to their physical body, their physical health, you're not exercising out there, you're not doing any type of cardio for your lungs. Like what Oliver is describing right now, like yeah, you're doing the Kegel exercises that are making your, your cock strong and your, your pelvic floor strong so that you can go, but if you were in bad physical shape to where you couldn't breathe, you would have no chance of going an hour in the bedroom. So there's other things that you're doing in your life that are allowing you to have the stamina to, to do what we're talking about here. Um, but yeah, of course, if, you're, if your pelvic floor muscles aren't strong and as soon as you start to feel pleasure, your body is saying ejaculate because you've been training yourself to masturbate and, and come in five minutes, you know, you get in the shower, it's like, let me see if I can rub one out really quick. Not a great strategy if you want longevity in the bedroom. And that's why the worldwide average is, is seven minutes. So uh, this is all about, for me, how much pleasure can I enjoy with my partner? And um, it requires us caring about our our energy, our physical body, like all of it. It's all, it's
0: all a part of it. You're right it's true. I'm I'm absolutely knackered um literally afterwards like I've just done a fucking workout and then I just want to want to sleep but not only that my abs have just got significantly better <laughs> for sure. Because of the I'm in, we're at, on top you know um, and every time you thrust you're tensing your abs it's like a fucking ab workout so again it's an all-round of fitness abs strengthening your pelvic floor and um one thing i haven't done is try to um squeeze whilst in so i actually might try that um next time haven't tried that not that i don't trust myself it's just i didn't think about doing it i just got used to the habit of you know pulling out and doing it but um yeah it's all to do with like getting staying at climax for 15 20 minutes i can't explain it like um, i'm able to say 15 it's like you're about to orgasm but you don't but for like 15, 20 minutes, it really is phenomenal. The difference between experiencing that feeling for as long as you want versus 10 seconds difference. If you came that feeling, that whole feeling has disappeared, it's gone just because of the ability to control that urge to ejaculate, it's, it's phenomenal. It's like taking heroin and having the effect to last for, for three weeks rather than you know three three hours. It's, um, it's quite phenomenal.
1: This is the it, important part. And this is possible for everybody listening like this is possible for everyone and i'll describe like what my like sexual experiences are like now as far as what oliver was just describing so imagine like your peak pleasure like whatever that is like we can measure it on a on a scale um and let's just call it like level 10 um and really in truth there's no peak pleasure because it can always go further because we're always able to take it further and take it further but for right now whatever your peak pleasure is in this moment whatever that means so i typically will hang out in like uh whatever my body would say oh my gosh like this is just too much like i have to like release i have to stop whatever that ejaculation feeling we say that's level 10. Like I typically just hang out in like 9.999 like for the whole time that I'm having sex. So it's like this ongoing flow of orgasm where it's just your body feels like it's in an orgasmic state like throughout the whole time. And then the reason that what those Kegels that Oliver was talking about are so important and being able to like, whoa, like slow it down if the, if the energy goes too fast is sometimes my partner will all of a sudden start to move differently or they'll just get into it and like start to move their body or, and then all of a sudden it'll take my energy to like past 10, like 10.5 and I'm like, Oh shit. So that's when that's like squeezed. Then the body's like, it wants to just like slow the energy down because if not, that's when guys you typically release when your body gets to the point where you can't contain all the pleasure that you're feeling. Then the body's like, okay, I have to stop. And then ejaculating also happens if you're not in good enough physical shape to where you get tired breathing wise or your abs get tired. Like sex is the best ab workout sex is the best cardio workout but if you don't do abs and cardio outside of the bedroom you're not going to be strong enough to really go past five or ten minutes which again is why that's the worldwide average so but you can all of us we can get to the point where whatever your peak pleasure is for right now which again it can always go further as we evolve as humans and you care about your energy in everyday life which is the biggest tip that i can give care about your energy when you go to the grocery store can you be peaceful at the grocery store and when you're with your family when you're at work like start practicing that and then you'll reach higher frequencies in the the bedroom but we can all get to the point where it's just like a ongoing orgasm that just it doesn't have to stop like it stops whenever your body is like literally like oliver's saying like when your body's like all right this my cock feels like it's gonna fall off. <laughs> and also for your partner, Oliver, you didn't mention that, but your partner, I mean, at, at some point, a lot of times they have to like chill out also because the vagina sometimes can only take so much. Um, you know, that's why the lubrication and all of this stuff is super, super important, play super important. Um, but it goes both ways. Like sometimes you just kind of have to just laugh at each other and be like, oh my gosh, we're ridiculous. Like we gotta take a break uh, because you've experienced all that you can for just those moments.
0: Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like 11 o'clock and we go to bed at 12 and then we look at the clock and it's quarter to one and we're like, holy shit, the (laughs) hour and 45 minutes ago. Fucking hell. Because you're just in that moment of call it a bliss or, you know, you're just in the energy, which is no time. You're just holding on to that feeling of energy. There's no clock, there's no time. And then all of a sudden you're like, we have to stop because it's fucking late. Again, it's like a this thing that no one knows. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna uh, change the topic. So where do you think the world is going in terms of being able to take full responsibility for their actions, knowing that the pressures these days are just getting worse. we're dis- We're dependent on so many people around us for everything. And the only way to gain control of your life is to take control of yourself. But people don't have the ability to take control of themselves so it's this constant battle of lost looking don't know where to go the answer is within where the fuck do i start within
1: i, I love this great uh great transition guys maybe we'll come back to sex in a, in a little bit for those you go oh, i want you guys to talk more about this so the biggest <laughs> <laughs> the biggest challenge i see with all of us in humanity is we don't yet care about our energy more than anything else. Like we all hear the term, everything is energy. Well, if everything is energy, and if we wanna take it further, if we know that whatever we're experiencing in our life, our health, our relationships, our financial situation, it's all responding to this thing that we call energy. That is not just words, we can measure this. Like there's scientific tools that can measure what frequency we are in in every second of our lives. And so, knowing this, and knowing that our life is responding to that, why would our energy not be the most important thing to us in our life? Like, why would we be willing to just walk around angry and cussing people out all day, knowing that that's going to lead to poor health, poor finances, poor relationships, and who knows what else? I mean, so, not to beat up on any of us, because we've all been here where we've just had some rough days strung together, maybe some rough years of, of life, I know I have. But when I started caring about my energy as priority number one, priority number two, and priority number three, life started becoming so much more enjoyable because any question that we have is, how can I make more money? Or how can I have the relationship that I want? Or how can I be healthier? Those answers will all be received when we're in an energy where we're ready to actually receive the answer. How do we have world peace? How do we help eliminate hunger? Whatever it is that you want to do out there, whatever it is that you want to create, you can receive the answers to these questions when you're in an energy of at least being at peace. If you don't need the answer right now, then the answer will come to you when you're ready to receive it in a moment that you're most likely not expecting it. And so this is the biggest thing that I see for everyone. If if you're gonna be in my life, you must care about your energy. It has to be important to you. Cause if not, then you're willing to cuss out the waiter. You're willing to just be a dick to me. And I just won't spend any time around anyone where their energy doesn't matter to them. And so you just be most importantly you care about your own energy and then you magnetize other people into your life that also care about theirs as well and together we can create whatever personal lives and whatever planet that we want to create but we just can't need it to all happen right now because it's never on our timing it's all divine timing and all we can do is what we can do with what we have from where we are and that's all that that's more than enough for for now so that's how i answer any question when it comes to where we're going in humanity or what we're up to or anything. Do you care about your energy first and foremost out there? And if not, I highly recommend that you do.
0: Yeah, so obviously we all know that you can only help somebody who wants to be helped. Um, But naturally as people that can help anybody, we want to try and help everybody. And then you start realizing that some people can't actually be helped. They have to kind of get to a stage in their life where they really need help, that they're one, willing to do the work themselves, and two, they're willing to listen to what you've got to say and then do the work themselves. And what I've realised is that I'm getting better at, not getting better, but I'm getting better at knowing this in advance and not even trying to help people that I know aren't ready to be helped. And instead, just keep all the wisdom and knowledge to yourself, and then should they ask you, then you teach. But rather than teach to, to help, uh, you just simply teach, and then that's it. And then you kind of just put it out there. And if it comes back, then you put it out again, and you keep doing that. Rather than trying to talk more than you you should to somebody who you know that isn't really going to take everything you say on board to the point where it's a waste of energy. And helping people that can be helped and want to be helped, um, not only as a way of. Um, it basically It's taught me for someone in particular that it feels good when somebody does listen to exactly what you say. But more importantly, when they're actually doing the work from what you're saying and they generally want to be helped, teaching that one person is better than teaching 10 people that don't really put anything that you're saying into play. So it's almost like having that wisdom there for the right person is better than just spewing it out to lots of people that aren't going to do anything with it. End of the day, it's all a waste of time if they're not going to do anything with it, but particularly finding or being able to recognise people that want your help and are going to do what you tell them to do. And then you see the results and they see the results. It really is worth it. But being able to recognise in advance who can or can't be helped is crucial to not wasting your energy. So as you say, don't want to be around somebody who cusses out the waiter, because if they do that, their energy is not yours and it's going to affect you just being in their company
1: absolutely absolutely yeah it's just knowing that we're all in our journeys in our own different places and um i know when i first started my personal growth journey i wanted to like help everybody like oh you need to know this you need to know this and now i just realized that the people that are brought into my life like i'm always ready to plant some seeds uh, for them that could help them whether they want to apply the things that i share now or or they apply it later or never um and then also whatever I can receive as far as new awareness is for me we're all mirrors for each other so nobody's in our life by accident it's all for our own growth and for their growth so um just not trying to figure out like who is supposed to be in my life right now just caring about my energy and seeing who's attracted to me from from that place and it's really fun it makes it so adventurous like I love, I point this out anytime I have someone new come into my life. I point out like we didn't even know each other existed on the planet yesterday. And now look at how much we can enjoy life together. Like it's crazy. Like we live on a planet with 8 billion people and we never know when we're going to meet the next friend, lover, business partner, whatever. And we just have to be ready for it and just have to just go on the adventure of life. We can't predict any of this shit. So why try?
0: Yeah, what I find really amazing is that if you <clears throat> just float around your life <clears throat> and have, like, no expectations of anything and don't seek anything, everything is just gravitate towards you. Like, when I walk around, say, the gym, people are just looking at me and for no reason, and because they see, like, an energy. So it's all about the energy on a quantum level that you can't see. Like, you feel it, but you don't necessarily see or hear it. And it just comes to you. People ask you questions. People talk to you. People want to engage with you. And most people these days aren't giving. So therefore, most people that they would speak to don't really make an effort. So let's say someone speaks to me. I make an effort instantly. I stand out to them because I made an effort with them. Most people don't. So now they come back. And obviously, when it comes back, I put it back out. And it's just this constant everywhere you go, there's this energy coming towards you. Based on what they felt on an energetic level, they engaged, you engage back, and then it's just this energy flow from that person, energy flow from that person, energy flow from that person, and all this energy charges you. It makes you feel good when people feel good being around your energy, and it's like this abundance of feeling and feeling good, and vibration and gratitude, and this high of life. It's almost like you can't wait to bump into them in the corridor, you can't wait to. at the bus stop and knowing that somebody will talk to you because that's just what's happening and you just have such an impact on people's lives and it feels so good that you just want to do it again it's like a drug and that and you don't even have to do anything and go out and try and get this feeling because it's just constantly there and all you have to do is feed it back with energy love happiness joy and gratitude and it's just like this constant feeling of abundance
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. No, man, it's, it's fun doing, having the conversations like these because like for all of us, like, it's just, we all were not aware of the things that we're aware of now until we became aware of them. And it's, for me, that's what it's all about. It's just sharing that awareness in whatever area of life, my favorite part of life to talk about is the conscious sex and relationships part. But there's so many things that we're talking about now, all this stuff applies to every area of life. So, you know, awareness just gives us the power of choice for everybody out there. Like once you have a new awareness, now you that's 99% of the game. Now it's up to you that 1% is, are you gonna choose to practice that new awareness? And you know, don't beat yourself up if you're not a master at it day one, cause you won't be, cause you've been practicing something different for many other years. Uh, but the more that we practice anything, the better that we get at it. And once you like practice the stuff that we're talking about here, gosh like it just changes your life both all sexually both with your all your relationships like every area of life will be benefited if you just you know practice caring about your energy and you know stop trying to predict how it's going to happen when it's going to happen who it's going to be all that stuff so just fun man it's not that serious like we're we're in these physical bodies for a limited amount of time but um many tend to believe and, and i believe as well that the energy that is powering these inner these these physical bodies is eternal meaning it's going to exist always and where i go play after this i don't know whether i come back here in earth and play again or to another dimension i don't even know about doesn't really matter to me Uh, but i truly know to be true that i will continue to exist and that makes it really fun to be alive right now because i'm just gonna see how much fun i can have in this physical body and i really oliver don't know any other area of life that we can have more fun in than, um, to have sex consciously and to be able to have as much pleasure as humanly possible, which is, um, just by our nature unlimited. So, um, I love it. I I look forward to these types of conversations. I know I'll get to talk about, um, conscious sex and relationships uh, at some point, you just, you always bring it up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, um, I was going to say, um, yeah, so, you know,